Hello again, friends, and welcome to a special Side Jobs edition of 151. My name is Adam. I'm usually joined by a man named Justin, but he fell down and possibly destroyed his rib cage. I'm not joking. That actually really happened. We'll tell you more about I that. Here in a I don't know what uh, my guest just said, but ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the line is Mike Reyes. <laughs> That's what it said. Did you mute me? Is that what happened? No, you lean forward and you're like... <laughs> Well, usually when one is closer to the mic, it means you can hear them better. <laughs> no, it just, it looked like you leaned for, I thought you were talking to somebody else and it didn't pick up real well. Anyways, this is 151. You can find us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151 The Show. We are on uh, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and just about every, damn near every podcast channel there ever could be. Uh, there's so if many of them. There is an NPR podcast, you can find us. There's a few that they'll pop up. Like I did a search one time for 151 The Show, and like it, it showed up on CastBox and Deezer and some of these other ones. I'm like, I've never heard of you, but okay, cool. Anywho, <laughs> if you miss any of that, head over to the website, 151theshow.com or this station's website.com. As I said, uh, tonight I'm being joined by uh, Mike Reyes from cinemablend.com, who seems to be coming just a regular on the show now, but that's okay. That is perfectly fine with me. You guys wanna you wanna bring me on? I'll I'll come on. Why not? Just so you can get one more uh, place to try and get uh, those credentials for those big movie premieres. It's not even the premieres, man. It's just like it's it's one of those things where basically it's a neck a, a big step in being a professional critic, and it's like access to screeners and access to Q and As. Which basically helps me do my job better on on the radio show because then I get to actually see movies instead of coming up a week and it's like, well, I didn't have any school this week, so I guess you guys just talk about me. Like I, I already the, the reason we had a movie to talk about this week is because I have Apple credentials, yeah. which means when Apple stuff comes on. They usually add it to their uh, press portal, yeah. so it's really helpful because if you don't have a subscription to Apple TV Plus, you go in there and you just can rewatch or watch yeah. most of this keep on there. That's and that's cool. going to be helpful. Well, good. Well, Mike Reyes from cinemablend.com is joining me right now. Um, as I said, uh, going back to Justin for a second, truth be told, we, uh, we're recording this on January 28th. I believe it, it, it was Saturday or Sunday this past weekend. Justin and I were actually going to do a show. I text him late in the afternoon. I go, hey, man, are we still on for tonight? And he writes back, no, fell down out in the snow on the ice and stuff. And, and he messed up his ribs oh. to the point, like today he, he was finally getting back to me. And, and I don't want it to seem like I'm mad at him or anything. It was like, dude, take, take your time, feel better, and try not to laugh at anything, right? Should he writes hard. me today and he's like, I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least he wasn't laughing about it. You're you can laugh about it easily. You didn't hurt a rib. Oh, he would if I did that. Like he laugh he laughs at me about my knee when I blew that out and uh, uh, all of that. So, anyways, uh, as we dive into the show uh, uh, tonight, uh, <laughs> we don't really have. And this is another time when, and this is something I stress to like people when they ask me about podcasting. I'm like. You know, have a plan when you go into it. Discuss the things that you think you're going to talk about. And we we have zero plan tonight. We're just, yes, we're flipping the bird to the plan and uh, just going to have some fun and, and talk about uh, the that's going on around us. So uh, real quick, though, to Justin, we wish you the best and uh, uh, speedy recovery. Please don't hurt yourself again. Oh, uh, I don't want to say I'm, I'm knocking on wood right now because my luck. Say your bookie on time, okay? 
Dude, I am not in my prime anymore. Jesus, I we had uh, we had like a historic snowstorm roll through earlier this week. What? Yeah, they it was one of the ones where like even the weather report uh, that comes up and it's like, hey, these are the conditions. This is when it's going to hit and all this kind of stuff. It goes, this is a historic snowstorm that only happens like once every fifteen to twenty years. That it's ah. going to be like a foot of snow coming down. So basically, one of those storms that they kind of gin up for like. Uh, like if it, this would be a Bill Paxton movie in the nineties, uh, maybe possibly. I mean, we only got here in uh, Ankeny, Iowa, where I where I live. I, I want to say we were at it was it was maybe a foot of snow all at once, but it was really really light snow. It wasn't like it was heavy or anything. But I did clear my driveway four times. So yeah, I thought I saw that <laughs> on uh, Facebook. Like I thought I saw you and the the young one standing yep. by the shovel. Like that was probably the first time where it's like, "Yay, Dad, you did so awesome!" And you're like, "Yeah, dude, let's hope I don't have to do that again three <laughs> times later." Well, it's funny is like I'm the one who I I have let my driveway get completely filled up, right? Where there's a a, a, a like a metric ton of snow, and it it's harder to do it when there's a ton of it, even with a snowblower. So I'll go out and I'll do it like, I'll let it get to about four inches, clear the driveway. Let it get up to about four inches, clear the driveway. My neighbor across the street, his name's Dennis. He's a hell of a nice guy. He's really cool. He let it just all pile up. And uh, the other morning we're, we're sitting there and I told the kid, I'm like, Jace, go look at the window. And here comes Dennis and his, uh, with his snowblower just shooting it. And he doesn't worry about like blowing it in other people's yards or anything like that. It's just like, you, I'm clearing my driveway. <laughs> no regrets. But uh, no, he's he's good people. But yeah, they. Uh, I don't know where we were really going with that. But yeah, we had a ton of snow this week. We're supposed to get more uh, coming up on Saturday. So talking about the weather now on a podcast that nobody knows where Iowa is. Let me ask you this: Is weather a big deal in New Jersey? Like, do people like? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, because that's the same thing. Have you never seen the bread and milk video? No. The what? Okay. All right. So there is a – okay, so what are what are some of the essentials you get when there's a huge snowstorm? Bread and milk. Yeah. There is a comedian by the name of Vic DiBiato. He is a, a Jersey local. And uh, anybody who's from the Jersey area, if you're in the Point Pleasant area, you drive by Uncle Vinny's uh, comedy shop, his face is right in the window. Yeah. Uh, so this guy went viral a couple of years ago because he started this video where he's just running out of his house. like, I got to get the bread and milk. I got to get the bread and milk. I'll, I will send you, I'll shoot you a link in the chat. But okay. this guy, it, it, it's hysterical. And he's, he's done like a whole bunch of other videos since then. I think he does the comedy circuit around here. Like he does stress factory, uncle Vinny's, I think. Okay. Um, he's a stitch. And, and there's another one that he does where it's all about like Italian families and oh, he's naming geez. the different coffee creamers. And he's like, we got French vanilla. We got biscotti. We got your sister. <laughs> like, I, I will send you both of those. Okay. You will appreciate them. But They're... yeah, weather is, is a deal here because well, you know, like back in 2012, we had it's almost been 10 years we since uh, Superstorm Sandy. Oh yeah, was yeah, yeah. Gigantic hurricane that totally f-ed us up. What, what is that? The worst storm you've ever been in? I think yeah, yeah. That was one of the worst. There was that. There was the blizzard of '94. I want to say like there was '96. The blizzard of '96. Okay. Like two. Those are the hugest storms I can remember being being involved with because I we were driving. Uh, my dad. You know, my dad being my dad and 
being kind of fun. I was still living with my parents at the time. We all go out for a drive up Route 9, which is one of our big uh, main arteries. And you're in New Jersey for all yeah. those people listening at home. And it's storming and Transformers are blowing out. And we're just watching in awe. And part, I mean, you know, obviously a corner of you was thinking, are we going to get home alive? Yeah. But on the other hand, whoa, this, that Transformer just went like, like sparks going and everything. Oh, wow. I, you know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Uh, I've been in some bad winter storms. I've driven in a snow squall before. That was f- hell. That sounds like hell. That sounds like something you, you get tickets for. Like the, the, the amount of time it, 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 it takes. I was in uh, Knoxville, uh, Iowa, which is about an hour or so away from where I'm at. And uh, it, it, it was a legit four-hour drive home that night. And I, I'd never driven in a snow squall before, but that, that was crazy. But I'll tell you this, the, the worst storm I've ever been in was that damn derecho earlier this year where the tree fell on my house. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That storm. I, that, you know what, what's crazy. I'm just kind of uh, thinking about it. We made weather interesting for about five minutes there. I know, right? Like, look, you can podcast anything. (laughs) You can podcast anything as long as you make it interesting. Yeah. Well, and that's, it's great that, that's why it's kind of cool with the world of everybody basically has their thing. Everybody's an expert about something or can at least yeah. sound like they're an expert about something. That's all you need. I'll say this about podcasting. I think people need to, I'm trying to think of a way to say this without sounding like a dickhead. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this. There. Well, if you think about the world of podcasting, there's a podcast for everything, right? Sports, movies, TV, uh, politics, sex, anything you can put a name on, there's a podcast for. And I think a lot of podcasts out there, they don't know who their audience is. They don't know what they're what they're trying to sell. Because if I'm looking for a sports podcast, I, I, I want a sports podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, like where I think people say they're a sports co- podcast, but then all of a sudden they are talking about, um, you know, the finer points of Star Trek, you know? And it's like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I want sports. So I think there's a lot of podcasts that they don't find that Goldilocks zone of being narrow enough that people know what they're there for. That's why I have, I have such a hard time trying to get my own ground because I want to do a podcast. I want to do a vlog. Yeah. But the two things that always seem to, to hamstring me are – I don't think I have a good enough camera because I'm just using the laptop at this point. Yeah. And I just don't know, like, a, a scope of a show. Yeah. Like, I, I don't just want to – I mean, even if I just wanted to go up and say, okay, I'm just doing, you know, the Mike Reyes show, the Mike Reyes cast or something. Yeah. Part of me, it just it hits at my head. It's like, okay, if you don't have a plan for what you're going to talk about and it's just you mm-hmm. – What are you going to do? <laughs> like, if I have a co-host or something, that might be – yeah. That, that's something where you're like just talking with a friend, like the conversation kind of guides itself. Yeah. But if you're just talking on your own, it's like, okay, I need to prepare something. I need to know what I'm talking about. I need to make sure I know enough about it to talk about it and not have 20 million people on Twitter saying you're wrong. And it, it just kind of, I, I hate it because I, I think I would do good in that space judging by how we've done so well together. Yeah. And it's just, there's there's that gate there's like that that gate that either needs to be opened or vaulted over i i completely get you and it it is a matter of finding that goldilocks zone of hey we we're broad enough that people can be welcomed in but they know what they're going to get and truth be told i think this show 151 has evolved 
where it started out where it was, uh, listen, it's always going to have roots in nerdum and talking oh, yeah. Star Wars and talking Star Trek and talking, you know, movies and TV and, you know, all of that stuff. But I think it's also expanded to where it's conversation. I mean, we just, we, we spent five minutes on the weather a little bit ago, you know? Yeah. So, and you see, that's, that's another great thing about podcasts is there is the freedom of, if you don't want to have something specific and you're comfortable with that, yeah. you can just do it. No. Like we just threw another, we're going to probably jump into stocks at some point. I mean, if <laughs> we want to focus, we could just say that we're a, a newscast, but yeah. if we just want to brown and say, and you know, jump into Star Trek versus uh Battlestar Galactica ship battles, we can do that. Now the thing about it is, and, and for those of you that are listening, I I've worked in radio for almost 20 years. Okay. And the biggest difference between podcasting and radio is, and especially doing like a morning show, like a talk show or something, is you have to be topical. It's the GameStop uh, uh, story. It's the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer that we'll probably get to. You can't just go through and be like, hey, let's talk about the weather or, hey, let's rank the Star Trek movies. And you'd be talking about all that stuff the day it happens. Exactly. And if you want to throw some of that other stuff in there, it's just kind of, okay, we need to stretch. We need to fill. So it's like you can't really do a deep dive, but, okay, we have time to kill. Uh, Let's talk about this. That's something that we ran into early on is if you're not doing a podcast like – like we try and do about two shows a month because of just – you know, behind the scenes stuff. That's the account we have and blah, 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 blah. Uh, when we first started, it was like, hey, let's review Captain America Civil War. At the oh. time, that's that's really cool. You know, hey, that's topical and, and, and all of that. But when you look at it from the long game, and this is where you get into some of the radio terminology and stuff, it's not an evergreen topic. Well, that's just journalism te- uh, terminology, too. Yeah, it, it's it's not a topic that uh, will keep forever. It's like, at some point, mm. people are going to get tired of hearing about Captain America Civil War. I mean, we've ended Phase 4 by now, you know? It, it's, it's years yeah. old. So, But if you want to resurrect that subject, you have to find a hook. Like, hmm. WandaVision, uh, Wanda's relationship with Vision, how Cap, like you could say something like how Captain America Civil War perfectly foreshadowed WandaVision's ultimate twist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But it's just, where did we go? Where, how did we get here? <laughs> and the days go by. We were spinning plates there, then it fell down. It's like, I don't know what the f- we're talking about, well, it was but it's all pretty awesome. Podcast, Versus morning radio focus. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's totally different. And as someone that's worked in radio for a very long time, listen, I love talking behind a mic. I love creating content. I love doing it. Doing radio is much different than doing podcasting. And I'll tell you this, there's a lot of people out there that try and talk behind a mic that you're really not good at it. And that's be yeah. truthfully, that's because you've never been air checked. What I'm talking about, like when, when you sit down and do an air check, for the people that don't know what an air check is, that's where there's an air check machine and it doesn't matter what it is. If it's just, you know, an MP3 or when I started, it was cassettes. Uh, you know, it, it's been real, real to real and everything in between. Anyways, um, it's where you sit down and you listen to every break from your show. That's that's the long and short of it. And then your boss looks across the table at you and goes, what did you like? And then you have to talk about the things you liked. What didn't you like? And then you have to talk about the things you don't like. See, Ryan Patrick, who's been on this show, has taught me a lot about uh, radio. Ryan always made you understand 
why you were doing certain things. And and to tie this back to the point, it's it basically comes down to I think there's uh, some podcasters that they don't know who their audience is. They don't know what they want to talk about. They don't know how to show prep right. And the other thing is they don't want to edit. They don't want to take the time to go through and edit this. I can promise you right now that this is going to be edited. It's going to be cleaned up. Mike, there was a lady on a podcast thing that uh, she goes, I have a three-hour interview. A three-hour interview. and A three-hour interview. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it was probably about the same. Anyways, she goes, I don't know whether or not I should just put it up as a three hour interview or if I should split it in, you know, two and make two shows out of it. And I'm like, have you edited it yet? And she goes, no, I don't need to edit it. That reminds me of Mitch. I think it was Mitch Hedberg that said it. It was a comedian, but I think it was Mitch. Might have been Mitch Hedberg, or I forgot who said it, but someone in the comedy world said, if someone writes for 30 minutes and says, I have a 30 minute stand up routine. They're lying. Yeah. Or something along those lines. So, and I will say this. I don't want to come down. I don't want this to sound like I'm coming down on the podcast community because that's not what I'm on. There are some really, there are people out there that are just naturally good on a mic. I'll, I'll give you Justin. I, I really lucked out where everything I could do behind a microphone has come with years of practice. It years of when I started, I am not, was not a natural behind the microphone by any stretch of the imagination. It was, hey, everybody, I'm, you know, blah, 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 radio voice. And, oh, I'm trying to be cooler than I know I am. It, it, over time, it's like, this is this is who I am. This yeah. is, you know. Any sort of art, because you, like, even in writing, even in writing, you sit there and you write, and it's like, this is what I think writing is supposed to sound like. <laughs> it is important. It is bold. It is avuncular. I use these words. And then eventually it you do it enough that it just gets to that point where it's like, okay, that's a crutch. I'm not using that word. I've used that word too much. That synonym's even better. And then it just eventually is like, okay, this is this is me talking here. I have a name. I have a brand. I do not have to impress anyone. I just need yeah, to ex- yeah. and maybe improve. Not impress, but improve. There was a uh, there was an air check that uh, Ryan, uh, who's been on this show before, Ryan Patrick, who used to be my boss, who who really did teach me so much about radio that that it really is an art form and not just a job type stuff, right? He called me into his office one time, and I forget what it was, but it, there was something I kept saying on the air, and he goes, "If you say it again, you're off the air." And I kind of looked at him and he goes, I never want to hear you say that again. Uh, so I went back down to the studio and on my laptop, I wrote, put a big note in big letters. Don't say. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so like something that I picked up on something. I think it was my wife that picked up on it because she was home. I think I was doing a video test. Like I was fooling around my computer recording a video. Cause I was planning like, okay, I'm going to put this video up that says, Hey, I'm doing videos now. Yeah. And then I asked her, so, so what do you think? She's like, you said now a lot. So now every time it's like, ah, uh, yep. no, no, stop. <laughs> Especially in interviews. Like I know they don't always, they don't show all of my interviews, but I, I try not to use that word too much because, you know, if I, if I'm lucky one day and they do happen to use like a whole reels worth of interviews again, yeah, I, 
they, I, they won't have all that now, now, now to cut out. That's why we edit, people. This is 151. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151 The Show. Uh, we are on Podbean. editors. Yes, yes, really. And if you don't know how to edit, learn. Go Get on YouTube and learn how to edit audio. It's going to be the best thing that ever happens to your podcast. And I like how this podcast has become a self-help for podcasting. Anyways, we're on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and so many other uh, channels. Uh, please like, follow, and share. Don't forget, we've got a YouTube page as well. Uh, we'd love it if you would subscribe and share the videos there. All right, so let's get to more of the entertainment news and uh, what 151 is actually based on. That was a good... Uh, Good conversation, Mike. That was fun. It is. Let's get to uh, some of the stuff that's uh, going on. Uh, the big one that you were really excited about, we talked about this actually on the radio show earlier today, but uh, uh, Godzilla. Which you, should, which you guys should totally be listening to. Yes. If you like 151, you'll love our KGGO show, and if you love the KGGO show, you'll love 151. It's two great tastes that go great together. There you go. It's like Reese's. It's like Reese's. It's chocolate and peanut butter. Or the uh, Hoosie What's It, the new candy bar that's coming out. The Hoosie What's It? So they're, you know, whatchamacallit? Yeah! They're making, they're, a, they're making a candy bar that's called a Hoosie What's It, and it's supposed to come out next month. Uh trailer came out uh, this past Sunday. Uh, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show. I know on, on the radio show I have, but uh, I'm not, it's just not my my movies. The, the, the trailer was great. It, it really was. It was interesting. Is the whole movie going to be like that? I'm not utterly convinced but maybe i'm certainly hoping so i mean i all right just as far as far as the track record with the monster it's called the monsterverse yeah so the track record that i've had so far is i loved 2014 godzilla it was pretty good pretty serious and I, then real quick that movie that has one of the best lighting effects i've ever seen when the when he's getting ready to do the uh breath for the the atomic breath for the first time and, yes. and it goes it, you can see it in the in the smoke and it goes it trails up his back and stuff i was like oh that's cool <laughs> my youngest brother who is who's been a godzilla fan for years like he played a lot of the games on gamecube and playstation and then he eventually went on to you know watch the movies he his face lights up when we see that for the first time. Like when I took him to see the movie for the first time, I looked over at him when that was that was happening because I knew yeah. I'd seen it before. And I was like, I know he's he's gonna he's gonna love this. Yeah. So I look over at him and he just has this look of jewel or like he, he just had this look of excitement and it's yeah. just like, oh, oh, this is what it's all about. Oh. And plus, it is just one of those moments where it's like, no. Was that the one with and the then, submarine they're finding in the jungle? Well, is that the next that one? Was, I think that was King of the Monsters, which I liked. I think the human story had more problems and it wasn't as interesting. Okay. And it's a little bit uh, – the, the color palette to the movie is a little bit darker and kind of washed out if you're watching it in the in less than ideal circumstances. How, but, many, more, how many of those movies are there? There's, there's three? Three so far because there's Godzilla, uh, Kong Skull Island, which is – Awesome. Okay. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters. So now Godzilla versus Kong is the fourth one. Who did he fight in the it was the the two twin things in the first one, right? The two uh, bugs the or something. One, two, they were called Mutos. They didn't they weren't like any okay. uh they weren't any licensed creatures. They were just yeah. Okay. That see that's part of the my issue with these movies is I don't I they're not memorable to me other than hey, big lizard shooting out of its mouth. And yes, roll your 
condescending eyes at me a little bit more. Please tell me how much you love Star Trek Insurrection and why it shows Picard's human side and it's more of a moral dilemma. <laughs> Insurrection. <laughs> yeah, that movie. <laughs> and fuck the fact that anytime you say that, people look at you worried. I don't... It's like... When have I ever said I love insurrection? It was more of a facetious argument okay. that I was hoping kind of panned out because you're a pretentious f sometimes, but you know. I was gonna say I'm like I, I don't love that. That movie that movie is a great two part episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, that that's as good as it was, and not even a great two part episode. It's like Gambit. See, I don't even know that one so from the I, uh, I want to say the seventh season. Anyways, uh, so go back to the the. When, when is this movie supposed to come out, Godzilla vs. Kong? March 31st. It will be in theaters and on HBO Max for 30 or 31 days before it goes straight back to theaters. Okay. So you'll have – it's that it's that's Warner Brothers' plan this year is every Warner Brothers movie this year, now that they've gone through the negotiations with Legendary, every movie that they have planned for this year is going to be theatrical. And then for only the first month, they'll have it on HBO Max to watch at the same time. How did Wonder Woman do like that? Did it bring in any money? Did it was it successful in the way they wanted it be, to be successful? Well, supposedly it did. Let me look up the statistics because they we I think we just wrote about this on Cinema Blend today that it brought in a whole bunch of subscribers. See, that's that's another thing that is going to be very interesting to try and gauge in this sort of brave new world. Yeah. Is that streaming success is very different from normal box office success. I'm glad that they're doing something like I, I see what they're doing where it's like, Hey, we in the, in this new weird world of COVID pandemic and just weirdness that we're living in right now, we, we have to bring in money. Yeah. It's, but eventually people have to get their slates clean because you can't keep hold. Yeah. It depends on who you are because some studios are more reticent to put their stuff online because they can afford to wait. Yeah. Just look at what this is doing. Disney can afford because they they have so much money they can afford to push yeah. certain movies like Free Guy is pushed into I don't know if Free Guy got pushed again I know I think Death on the Nile got pushed again Kingsman got pushed again like all these different yeah. movies are getting in some cases like No Time to Die it's not a question of can we afford it it's look we can't really afford to go to streaming because if we can't get the right if we can't make the right amount of money in a sale we're losing so much money that this franchise will be yeah. in trouble. Because you look at that movie, I think it, they said it cost $250 million to make. And roughly, if you're going by like Spectre numbers, they needed to make six fifty to break even with that movie. And they ended up making about eight sixty-eight, eight seventy, huh. I think. So they made a profit on that. That was theatrical. That There's not a lot of market share in home video right now or streaming unless – you you put your movie out for PVOD rental at like 20 bucks a pop like Universal does, or you have your own streaming service and you use your content to lure people yeah. in. Which, see, that's why I go back to, it's like, that's why I'm wondering, was it successful? Because like Wonder Woman, I'm not buying HBO Max for Wonder Woman. And just to, you know, kind of finish that point, like Godzilla, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do, <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it just for that. What, what's up? The thing is, this is something that we were sort of kicking around in our, our work chat, and I, I agree with this question. Are people signing up for HBO Max just for Wonder Woman? Or are they signing up for HBO Max because Warner Brothers announced all of 2021's movies are going to go to HBO Max, and 
not only did they stop offering free trials, they're now letting people prepay six-month periods at a discount. Uh, I've got their subscriber numbers, too. Yeah, I I could see the six-month thing. Yeah, because, all right, you're going to pay. Yeah. I, I mean, you got you got to kind of look at this from a different. You know what? I, I'm I'm going to uh, change kind of my opinion on this because I, I kind of realized something. You can't look at this from the regular thing of, uh, you know, just Wonder Woman. Is Wonder Woman enough or Godzilla enough for me to buy it? No, it's it's just not. But you know, a six months dis- six months discounted, and maybe you have like a one or two other good movies or like a series or or something on there. Maybe that's that's enough to get to make it worth my while. Is is brand new movie A or B or C enough to get me? No. It's everything yeah. else. If it's the right movie, maybe. It has to be something like if Disney decided, okay, we're totally putting Black Widow on Disney Plus. Okay. Then it becomes a question of that that well then again that is kind of what they what Warner Brothers did with Wonder Woman. But and from what I'm reading here According to their quarterly up earnings report, HBO Max increased from 8.6 million subscribers the previous quarter to 17.2 this quarter. You know what, though? You think about it. How much is HBO Max a month? HBO Max a month is 15, and that's roughly what you're paying with a cable package because I have a cable package that I need to get rid of. I don't really use cable that much. My wife – I switched over to AT&T with my wife because she had AT&T. Yeah. And then when we switched over, they're like – Oh, wow. Uh, you haven't changed your plan in a while. So what we're going to do is there's an unlimited plan for X amount. Oh, HBO Max is thrown in there. And we're like, what is it, like a free trial or something? Like a year? They're like, no, no. For as long as you're with AT&T, you get HBO Max. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that blows everyone else out of the water because Verizon only gave you like – they only gave their new cable subscribers a year of Disney+. Plus. And then they had to pay for it on their yeah. own. And they wouldn't do it with their existing subscribers, which is another reason I'm dumping because I hate when cable companies do those stupid things where it's like, oh, if you're a new subscriber, here's this cool rate. But I'm a loyal customer and I've been with you for five years. Why aren't you giving me that rate? I've always wondered that. I, I really have. I, it's like uh, – and, and, and maybe there's a ca- somebody that works with a cable company out there that's listening to this right now and can answer this question. But why do you – your loyal customers and this is and this isn't just you know the the company you mentioned that's every single one you know it's like hey i've been with you for three years you've raised my rate every single year but you're willing to give the new guy over here a a package that's fifty dollars cheaper a month than mine he is not stuck with you for years i have why uh, well me i guess yeah so if you subscribe let's say you jump in on that sick window for hbo max Let's say when Wonder Woman premiered, so that's the end of December. Yeah. The movies you probably you would be getting are The Little Things, which comes out this weekend with Denzel Washington, uh, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. Okay. Judah, Judah Messiah, which uh, looks absolutely wonderful. The, well, absolutely wonderful in a brutal sort of way. Uh, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, and I think, uh, well, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do, In the Heights, right up to that. So right up to In the Heights, which premieres June 18th. So yeah, six months from like December 24th, that's about where it gets you. But the next month after that, what's their first release? Space Jam, The New Legacy, which a whole bunch of people are going to want to see. Yeah. And then Suicide Squad after that, 
the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark. And that, 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 that's an incentive to go for another six months because then we're only into, let's see, August with that. And The New Matrix. You'd yeah. be covered up into The New Matrix movie. Well, what I was just thinking is if, if HBO, and this is where I'm, I'm now I'm looking at it, I'm like, now I'm, you, you'd almost be stupid not to with all these movies coming, like, you know, and not just a Wonder Woman or a Godzilla, but, you know, everything you said. For me to go to a theater to see any one of those movies, it's at least 15 bucks, right? Yeah, like 15 bucks per, yeah, like 15 that's, bucks per person, let's say. Let's go, let's go by like, yeah. And that's, and that's without snacks or anything else. That's just, that's 15 bucks. But you're if you're telling me that I can get all the new movies for in my house for fifteen bucks a month, you know what? I hope they never go back to theaters. Okay, all right. So let's let's uh, now now that you've mentioned that, let's do a little bit of and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I fucking hate this subject. Let's do some math <laughs> now. HBO Max, the total discounted price because they're doing save twenty percent for six months when you prepay. Okay. The prepaid dis the pre t price with the prepaid discount is sixty nine ninety nine plus applicable tax. Okay. You know, Seventy dollars for that. Let's count how many movies we've got using that rate from Wonder Woman. So we got Wonder Woman, The Little Things, Judas and the Black Messiah, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs Kong, Mortal Kombat, Conjuring, In the Heights. So that's your six months right there. That's eight movies. Okay. So what we'll do is uh, sixty nine ninety nine. Divided by eight, and this is without taxes. That's roughly eight seventy-five for like eight seventy-five per movie. I think the long and short of this is it's a really it, it, when you work it out in your head, and and now that I'm kind of looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I'm a fool to not buy HBO Max. If I, that was eight movies, I said right. Yeah. All right, so eight movies at fifteen bucks a ticket is one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. If you have, if, if you're like me and you can write it off, that's fine. Yeah. But there is there is another thing to to be considered when theaters open back up. If you have AMC by you, you do the AMC Stubbs membership for twenty five uh, a month. You get three movies a week. Yeah, so you're getting twelve movies in a movie theater for twenty five bucks yeah. plus tax. Yeah, it. Listen, I and we've had the discussion. Uh, maybe when you were on here, one of the last times, but. Uh, uh, you know, about theater versus home and stuff. And you know what? Now it's starting to look like, you know what, HBO Max, you keep putting all them Warner Brothers movies on here. I'm just fine seeing them at home, especially now that I mounted my TV on the wall. Uh... Well, you think about it like uh, me and the kid, the last movie we went and saw was Sonic, right? And we went to the theater. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's how long it's been since I've been to a movie was, was Sonic. And the, that's the last movie I saw. But anyways, that's on month. Yeah, I know, right? Well, the other day I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, sh TBS is playing Endgame. That's how long ago that was. But oh yeah, because now uh, they've got that in Infinity War. And oh, I, I put a pin in that. There's something funny I got to bring up with that okay. when we're done with the thread here. Uh, uh, but anyways, going back to it, I mean, you look at uh, me and the kid going to uh, the theater in town that has like the kids' theater with the playground and. And each of us getting a uh, drink and a big bucket of popcorn and him a thing of candy. I mean, it was it was damn close to almost a hundred dollars to see a matinee for a oh, yeah, movie that bringing... he barely paid attention to. And listen, well, don't don't get me wrong. I love the theater experience. I love going. That's that's one of the things I miss most uh, since we got into the uh, 
the weird times in the before four. I I really loved going to the movie theater, but you know what? <laughs> Paying for uh, new movies at home not a huge deal to me, especially if it's um, cheaper. Well, well, yeah, but then you have to take into account that not everybody's doing that with their yeah. movies. Universal could have very easily said "fuck you" and went straight to Peacock with their movies because yeah. Peacock is probably the the low is probably like in the back end of uh, streaming services. I mean, now that Quibi's out of the way, it's a question of who goes first: Peacock or Apple TV Plus? Yeah, I, that's but, the only bad thing. Like some of the channels, like Apple Plus, I don't I don't have that. So I'm missing. Well, yeah, because, I'm missing out on like that Tom Hanks movie that came out uh, and a few other. Yeah, movies. but you know what? Even as someone with access to the press site, it is a pain in the ass because you need to have either Apple Tech or you need to plug your computer into the HDMI output and use your computer to bring it up and do that all that. Shit. Either that or watch it on the computer. I was watching Palmer on my computer today. I got you. Because it's like I really don't feel like plugging it into the. TV. I wanted to actually try and get some work done while I was watching it, and then it's like, no, you know what? Watch the movie. Anyways, this is 151. You can find us on uh, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. YouTube as well. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151 The Show. Getting a little long on the tooth. Uh, what was your last thing you wanted to cover real quick? So, when TNT got, uh, they got the rights to Captain Marvel, because they're still doing certain movies from the MCU because I think it was like up to a certain point they had an agreement with Disney where it's like, Hey, you're going to basic cable. That's cool. Comes over here. Yeah. Cause it, the pipeline used to be goes into theaters, goes to stars for pay cable, goes to Netflix for streaming and goes to like TBS, TNT, the Warner family of cable channels for broadcast. But then when Disney plus came out and in the middle, it was like in the middle of the star Wars movies or no, before Disney plus in the middle of the star Wars movies, they decided, okay, we're not doing stars anymore. Yeah. We're going to Netflix for streaming. And then we'll go to, you know, pay for broadcast. Then Disney plus comes out and it's like, we're not doing Netflix anymore. We're just going to go straight to, you know, cable is yeah. going to be the thing, but Disney plus, although funny story about that between now and then the next couple of years, there's going to be movies that go back and forth between the two because they still have an agreement with Netflix. But anyway, they have Captain Marvel and they're like, cool, we're going to do a weekend marathon for Captain Marvel. And what movies do you think they, they, they programmed for Captain Marvel? What would you program for Captain Marvel knowing the movies that they show on TNT? Cause they have infinity war. Yeah. They have Endgame. They have uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, they 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 have they have, I think they oh no I don't think they have Age of Ultron but they have some of the the more recent ones. Yeah. Because that into Captain Marvel. You do that right? Yeah. That's yeah. All DC movies: Man of Steel, Wonder <laughs> Woman, Batman versus Superman, Justice League, and then they would run them out of order. Oh no, Batman Begins got. Th I'm sorry, I don't know if Justice League is in there, but Batman Begins got thrown in there too. So, okay, you're showing DC movies before you're showing a Marvel movie. You throw a DC movie from another continuity in <laughs> to completely f*** people's heads, and then you don't run the DC movies in order. Oh, and by the way, on Sunday night we're premiering uh, Captain Marvel after Wonder Woman, but then we're going to show Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, then Batman – no, Man of Steel, not Justice League. So we're going to show Batman vs. Uh. Superman, then Man of Steel, then Wonder Woman, then Captain Marvel. Then you're going to collapse trying to – arrange it in your head oh boy you know what's funny about that i going back to the disney plus thing you know how they've got they've got uh, the different like star wars and uh you know marvel and all this under their marvel yeah. thing they've got uh where you can watch it in chronological order 
And I always see, you know, Captain Marvel is the second movie, and I'm always like, mm, I don't know if I want to start this. You really don't need to. You really don't need to watch Captain Marvel because for as much as they talk that movie up as it's important, it's yeah. going to play into Endgame. It's going to it's gonna tie everything together. 90s nostalgia, man. No yeah. doubt playing a crucial fight scene. F***ing dumb. Anyway, that first phase back when Paramount still owned Mar- uh, had the Marvel rights, that worked. Yeah. And I I like that Marvel has a universe uh, like a, a unified home, but ever since it went to Disney, it kind of started to turn into that machine, yeah. that money printer. And it's like, okay, cool. Uh if that's happening right now probably won't have any la- long-lasting ramifications because you're going to bring everyone back for the tie-in movie. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I'll see you at WandaVision, guys. Which right. is like the most excited I've been about Marvel in a long time. Oh yeah, we could do. I, and I want to do another show at some point about WandaVision because it's it's going to get dark. I think that's we should probably do the whole wrap up when it's done. Yeah, that it, it better than is now. Anyways, uh, this is uh, that's going to do it for tonight. I think I think we covered a lot of bases here. Uh, this is one five one the show. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all at one five one the show. Uh, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and so many other channels. Thank you so much to Mike Reyes from CinemaBlend.com for filling in for Justin tonight. Mike, we really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Justin, get better. Pay your bookie on time. There you go. All right, friends, that's going to do it for us. If you missed any of it, head to 151theshow.com, and we will see you next time.